After hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Been an interesting week. Uh, we'll talk about a little, little about that in just a little bit. But first, let me bring on the one and only. Gentlemen, El Vacant is here. Good evening, El Vacant. Como esta, mi amigo? Uh, I, 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 I feel like it's been been a short week, but when it really has been a really long week. But uh, feeling good, El Vacant. How about yourself? Uh, you know, doing pretty good. You know, pretty good. Oh, good. Good, 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 good. So tomorrow... You know when I'll be better? When I'll be better, though? What's that? You bring some of my favorite redheads in here, and they get to sit on my knee. I will be better then. Well, we'll get to that in just a little bit as well. No worries. Uh, but 
Uh, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, Cataclysm will go on as planned tomorrow. Uh, as you all know, uh, Wrestler Unstoppable was down for a couple of days uh, due to uh, server issues on Amazon's end. They have been resolved. Wrestler Unstoppable is back. And so things will continue as normal in RAWF. Uh, we may or may not have to cancel a few of the rankings matches due to countouts. We're going to evaluate that situation uh, once those round robins are all completely finished and as far as superstars as well from last week. To see. But uh, could possibly go from a 12 rankings period to a 10, 11. We'll see. Uh, we're going to do. Can we do 14? No, we oh, good Lord, no. We can't. I'm not adding two more. Why not? Ugh. Make them work hard there. They got it in them. Look, at they're not even breathing hard out there. <laughs> well, okay, uh, Maeve might be, but, you know, she saw my pecs, so that's different. I'm, I'm not, nope, not touching that one. Not touching that one. So I will let you all know the situation when that, when that comes to, to when we uh, take a look and see what we need to do for the rankings period. So, uh but because we lost a couple of days, we may, may or may not cancel some of our some of the rankings matches. We will see. Uh, for and of course, because Unstoppable was down the last two days, unfortunately, I was not able to get the rankings done for this week. Uh, so I can just make them up. I mean, you could, but and that'd be hilarious, I'm sure. Um, but I, I wouldn't want to put you on the spot on such short notice. Oh, fine. <laughs> but they will return next week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, more updated, and uh, we'll get that out of the way. All right. So to start with, we've got some GM reports to do. And uh, let's see here. Let's start. Actually, I think there's a few people that can't do GM reports yet. So I'll just bring in... Uh, the lovely and talented, the first lady of anarchy, the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, the first lady of Anarchy, the Cougar. Good evening, Cougs. Good evening, LA. How are you? I'm uh, I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm great. You sound exhausted, though. How can you be wonderful sounding exhausted? Depends on why um, he's exhausted. You know, <laughs> I'm just. Wait, wait. Was Sasha so, around there somewhere? Ew! Ew! No, that, that that 
That was that was harsh. What was that? But I did say you seem very compatible. No. 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 I mean, you say you like you like rock and roll, fast cars, fast women. She's a fast woman named after a fast car. I mean. Yes, but the problem is she doesn't know where the speed limit is. Mm. Oh, I see. You know, I've met those kind. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. She has done a great job as far as uh, R.A.W.F. and the pay-per-view preview scenes and whatnot. She's been doing a great job. But, yeah, outside the office, no. I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't go there. Anyways. Ha, cool. What is the speed limit you speak of? So, Coogs, how... He's old. He doesn't... Let's, talk, he about, to let's talk about your two events, which, fortunately, I do believe fini- both finished before the shutdown. Is that correct? No, we still have one match going, but it's not a count-out yet. It still has two days on it. But the other two, or the other three, were a pin before the the actual uh, break in entertainment. All right, the break in entertainment. I like that. So... With that being said, Coobs, how did the High Voltage Invitational finish out? Well, we had a clear winner. So I had GMs vote on the top, trying to get the top person after the winner, because I had a couple that were really close. And I'm going to do them first. So coming in basically second would be Chris Cage, followed by Uber Vegan, which I believe those two were the ones that competed in a triple threat last season mm-hmm. or season before. And then the third one is Powerbomb McGee. Yeah, Powerbomb McGee. Now, if the winner doesn't win the belt and Claymore doesn't want to come into high voltage, we will then be bringing in... Nightcrawler. All right. All right. So you ready for the winner? I'm ready for the winner. It was hands down. There was no competition. He ran all over everybody, which I expected. And I had expected it before. And that was Griff. All right. So it will be Claymore versus the Immortal Griffith tomorrow at Cataclysm for the White Lightning Championship. That ought to be a good one. That should be a really good one. That one I could see being a, a, a that that one should rattle the cage, if you will. All right, awesome. Definitely Thank light you. it up. Definitely light it up. Uh, so the good man versus the immortal one tomorrow for the White Lightning Championship. All right, it couldn't well, we'll happen to, to a better man. <laughs> we'll talk to the immortal Griffith about that and all his, uh, and plus he's got a big decision to make. We'll find out if he's made the said decision, uh, which I hope he has because, you know, the match is tomorrow. So he kind of has to make a decision. But all right. Thank you, Coogs, very, very much. Um, let's see. That person has no report tonight due to circumstances. So we will go to. Unstoppabot and the tag team division. Congrats to Dungeons and Dungeons and Dragons who will be facing the tag team champions Swords and Scimitars on Sunday at Cataclysm. 
The final top 10 rankings can be found in the Season 7 scene and the TAGS top 10 rankings on the main page. Season 8 TAGS signups will be extended until Monday, September 21st. That's uh, Monday, this Monday night. If you're still looking for a partner, you should go out and check the scene. All right. Thank you, Unstoppabot. Great job as always. So that is your GM reports for this week. However, I have a something I want to say um, because we've been having some having an issue or two. I want everyone to take notice, if you haven't already, of the RAWF company concept, especially in the special notes section, number two. Should you have a problem with a GM in their GM capacity, privately discuss it with the GM or Lord Amadeus if needed. Any harassing, publicly criticizing, or, or etc., any GM in their GM capacity may or will result in termination. In other words, folks, we do not tolerate temper tantrums here in RAWF. Adult conversations, please. Wait, does that mean uh, I, can't, I can't make fun of Cougar for giggling really happily when people get put into the cage? You can, what's that? Every time someone gets knocked into the cage, she like sits backstage and she like does this little hand clap and giggles. That's like every that, time. Well, you know, you, no, you can't. You just publicly no. Okay, then I won't bring I it up. I can't help it. I like my meat slightly cooked. <laughs> yep, leaving that alone. Ah, <clears throat> uh, all right. So all of that business is out of the way. Uh, except I do believe I may or may not have announced this last week, but I'm going to go ahead and do it again. And if I didn't, well, then this is the first time you're hearing it. Uh, Extra Points Tournament this month was won by Kane the Governor. Yes. That was right. It happened just before after hours last week. But he won. Congratulations to Kane the Governor. 25 extra bonus points for him in this period's rankings. All right. Thank you, Cougs. Thank you, Unstoppabot, for your reports tonight. We now turn our attention to Cataclysm, uh, L. Vacant. And uh, it's going to. (laughs) It is. It is going. It is going to be a hell of a night. Mithras defends the World Heavyweight Championship against the Great Red Dragon. Paragon of Greatness defends the Platinum Dragon Championship against the Brunette Strangler. The Great Red Dragon also defends his National Championship against the Paragon of Greatness. So, Paragon and uh, Dragon have big nights ahead of them tomorrow at Cataclysm, as does the Immortal Griffith. We'll find out here in a little bit who he will defend his men's championship against, uh, but that his night is, does not end there. We'll talk Estrogen Championship, Cassie Joe to defend against Revenge Gibson. Dees will defend his Fubar City Championship against fellow renegade Boney Jiggles. Midnight Hobo Championship, Beast defends against Lady Vex. Triple Crown Championship, it will be Tigress, Judgment, and the Hawkster battling it out for the Triple Crown Championship. Tigress, of course, the defending champion. Claymore defends his multimedia title against Luke Cage, former Terror Inc. Uh, former Terror Inc. comrade. Uh, now that Terror Inc. has dissolved. I love saying that. Terror Inc. has dissolved, Elvagan. Just one more time. 
Terror Inc. has dissolved. Ah, that does sound good. Tiger Soul Defenders Powerball Championship against Powerbomb McGee. Powerbomb challenging for the Powerball. Tag Team Championships, as we mentioned, Swords and Scimitars to defend against Dungeons and Dragons in a, a collision of two really good tag teams. Claymore defends the White Lightning Championship against the Immortal Griffith. Champion's Choice, Kilinetsu to defend against Hobo Ezekiel in a buffet buster match. No bot or defense uh, for Hobo, and he can only use the moves Chicken Wing, Flapjack, and T-Bone Suplex. Uh, so that is what a buffet buster match is, as chosen by the champion Kilinetsune. Claymore to take on Deez for the Supreme Fighter Championship as they renew their... Bitter rivalry over this title The Immortal Griffith defends the Hatfield McCoy Championship against Beast Other matches we have A 2 out of 3 falls Beast versus the 3 faces of Mark Caliber A Fubar City street fight between Iceman King Parsons and Psy A body bag match between Calvin Clark and Katrina Havoc A Jacobs ladder match between Claymore and IKP uh, IKP, a uh, couple big matches tomorrow. A lumberjack match between the Cougar and Damia. Uh, other matches, the Teflon Sheik to take on Juan. El Fox Gallo to take on Demented Fallen Angel. Mavo Hare to take on Liam O'Shaughnessy. Hotshot Chaz takes on Aaron McFadden. And another battle of Renegade versus Renegade, although these are both R.A.W. Hall of Famers. Redneck Avenger to take on Dev. All right, so that is your lineup thus far. Of course, everyone else, everyone not mentioned, will get a rankings match. I'll go over the preview scene a little bit later. Make sure there weren't any last-minute challenges. But to mention the preview scene, we are extending that one extra week. I'm giving you all an extra week till next Saturday uh, to post in there for your points. Uh, you can find the link to the scene in the in. Uh, the R.A.W.F. Network. Just look for Sasha uh, laying on her stomach in front of her laptop. All right. You, you notice everyone out there, how he always talks about how she's laying around. I'm telling you, there's something there. You know, okay, moving along. So, El Vacant, we see we now know almost all the matches, all the big matches for Cataclysm. Uh, any match you'd like to comment on and talk about? Hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of excited about watching uh, the good man face the immortal. That ought to be fun. Yes, it should. I mean, and you know, I. It, it, it's funny, and you 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 don't. I mean, Griff, I don't. No, this is a title grips one before or not, uh, but if it is, it's if it's not, it's just another uh, collection to his trophy case, and uh, I know how much he loves to uh, collect trophies. So we will see what happens there, and of course Claymore, uh, the good man, if you will, looking to save R.A.W.F. Uh, from all the corruption, and I don't know if this counts as corruption, but it certainly will count. It'll be a shocking experience either way. Uh, so, a little 
since you don't have to do rankings tonight, you're, you got no, the night no off. Rankings. No yeah. rankings. Yeah, no. sorry about that. Uh, but, I don't even get to say my favorite name to say. Well, you can say it if you want. Beast. Okay, I had to get it out. Did you get it out? Is it out? It's good. Good. Beast. Okay, just one more. You done? Hmm? Did you get it out? No? I mean, sure. Do it again. No, no, we're good. We're good. It was enough. All right. All right. (sighs) All right. Well, let's start the night with the man who tomorrow, possibly the biggest night of his RADLBF career. Not only is he defending the national championship against for, against Hall of Famer uh, Paragon of Greatness, he goes. He has to challenge Mithras, the title machine, for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, this caller needs no introduction. He loves to introduce himself. <laughs> caller, you are on the air. Good evening, Lord Amadeus. How are you? I'm going good, Dragon. I'm going good. I just chopped liver over here. I don't get, you know, hello. Hello, El Vacant. How's the taco truck business? Are you ready to sell? No, I'm not going to sell. It's doing very lucrative, though, but thank you for asking. Wait, 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 Dragon. Okay. Were you, are you have you made an offer on his on on El Vacant's taco truck business? His business times three plus. I'll give him a ten percent cut. Yeah, he really wants he really wants to take over. I don't know why he wants to get in the taco truck business, but he really does. I mean, I mean, uh, I, I okay. That's, I'll, that's, I'll even let him still operate the the trucks himself. So uh, I barely do that you, now. I'm not saying I'm not saying you will or that you should or what what not. But if what's hypothetically, if you buy um, the taco truck business, are you going to rename it like the Tacos of Greatness or what? What is it you? No, what? we're going to leave it the same. It's just going to be my money. My. Oh, I mean, it does make a lot of money. Wow. Well, that would be interesting, I, I and, have to say. And I, I can reduce the stress of taking care of that business and still let you handle everything without that stress because it's all coming to me. All right. Well, as much as I would like to delve further into this, uh, um, I, you know, we'll, Some other uh, time. we'll have to put the put the business talk aside, the taco talk for a little while. Because speaking of stress, Dragon, tomorrow night at Cataclysm, two big stressful mm-hmm. matches for you. But I mean, they are extremely huge matches. Defending your national title first, first and foremost against the Paragon of Greatness. Talk to me about that match and how you're ready. Are you ready for the Paragon of Greatness tomorrow? I don't know anybody that can say with a straight face that they're ready for the Paragon of Greatness. Even I would be a fool to say the same. But here is the thing. Is Paragon truly ready for 
the great red dragon. He's all about the boisterous decade of decadence that he has been a part of. Everywhere. Hall of Fames. Hall of Fames. Hall of Fames. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that that guy that's waving at everybody going, yeah, another Hall of Fame. Thank you. Thank you. Give me accolades. (laughs) But (laughs) is he truly (laughs) ready for the great red dragon? It's going to be cataclysm. (laughs) Pardon the pun. His own, his own view of true greatness. Okay. Well, Dragon, it sounds like it sounds like you. Confident as always, was kind of worried when you came on here and didn't do your whole spiel. You kind of play it down, but I think I, I take it that's more intensity. Then you're more intense because you know how big these matches are for you tomorrow. These matches are everything. We all go around going, well, we're going to be the best on the the card every month. But who has the balls to stand up here and put it all on the table? Pardon the pun. Of course, it's been sanitized. But here we are. Yes, it's a new level of intensity. And it's calmness. <laughs> they have no idea the destruction I'm going to bring. And win or lose, <laughs> it will change the landscape of R-A-W-F. All right. Well, let's talk about the big match against Mithras for the World Heavyweight <laughs> Championship. Dragon, this is, a, this is, this is huge for you. You, you all right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I mean, this is probably the biggest match of your career, yeah. and it's going to be I mean, if you walk out of Cataclysm as the World Heavyweight Champion, uh, it would you feel it would validate everything that you've done over the last two years since returning <sighs> to the Red Unstoppable? I had validation the day I came back, and everyone doubted me. What did I do? I set forth and put in the work and put in the effort, <laughs> and... <laughs> Look at me, 2019 greatest performer in RAWF, nay, the whole of unstoppable, undeniable, and here I am, fast track to be one of the best again. Ah, oh, can you hear that? But I gotta talk to you a little bit, if I may, about Methodist. If you don't mind, Armadeus. Um, that's kind of what I asked you to do. So yeah, go ahead. Man, you know, I I was laughing a moment ago, and boy, that man is so enamored with my pure talent that he goes out and plays pretend wannabe egomaniac. I mean, I I don't know. Last time I checked the inside of my coat, uh, it said my gimmick. But 
that's okay. You know, somebody doesn't know their role, Lord Amadeus. And the self-admitted Royd Rage Rogers party boy, playing it cool for his little adoring followers who he doesn't think are actually intelligent enough to see through his smoke and mirrors. You, you know, what was it a couple of weeks ago at the start of all of this, L.A.? I pointed out the one pivotal point of the whole mythology of Mithras, as you may recall. And that was his pride. And he's been brazenly boasting so loud that everyone assumes whatever he says, it must be true. But, you know, I want to – can I – I want to show everyone something, Lord Amadeus, if I may, one more. You know, he cut a promo the other day, and I think we all seen it in the RAWF TV. And what I said would happen, happened. Uh, his pride got in the way, and he gambled on your ignorance, L.A., and on your ignorance, people out there listening, that nobody would notice when he cracked like, a, like an eggshell. Here, here. You let me, let's go back to that promo. Let me quote. I am the beast. I'm the animal. I'm the monster in your head. End quote. L.A., does that sound familiar? Uh, well, well, here. Let me fix the wording for you a little bit. It's just the beast under your bed, in your closet, in your head. But, but wait, wait, wait. Isn't that from Metallica's Imdra Sandman near the end of the bridge on the end of the second chorus? But but why does it sound uh, just like with Mithras said? <laughs> I'll tell you, it because his pride made him believe that every one of his fans were ignorant enough to miss his blatant plagiarism. So he's so prideful that he's no longer original. And if you can't be original, what use are you really? <laughs> now, I don't want to throw out any quotes, but here's one for you. And I think everybody know it, knows it. Pride goeth before the fall. You see, Mithras, at least when I steal something, I'm standing here telling you all instead of blowing smoke up your asses and hope you wouldn't notice. <laughs> Mithras went on to state that my panic is setting in. Well, here we stand on the precipice of your own personal cataclysm, Mithras. So I gotta ask, does it look like I'm the one panicking? I'll leave that to your Royd Rangers there, party boy. <laughs> wow. All right, Dragon. Well, it sounds like you are definitely prepared for tomorrow's huge World Heavyweight Championship main event at Cataclysm against Mr. Title Machine. Sir, I wish you the best of luck in both of your huge contests tomorrow. Uh, and uh, we will see what happens. Do you walk out as the next World Heavyweight Champion? You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. He could very well be the greatest he could very well be the next World Heavyweight Champion and be at the top of the mountain here in RAWF. We will find out tomorrow at Cataclysm. Uh, he does sound pretty pretty confident. Uh, it, 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 it wasn't the usual boisterousness that we were used to out of ML Vacant, but he definitely uh, he the, definitely the confidence was there. 
See, see, definitely. All right. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, he also has a huge night tomorrow night at Cataclysm. He's your reigning men's champion. He is your reigning Hatfield McCoy champion, reigning superstars champion, and he may could very well add a fourth belt tomorrow when it's all said and done. When he challenges Claymore for the White Lightning Championship. Let's see what Griff thinks about being announced as winner and find out who his opponent will be for the men's championship. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. I am immortal. Immortal. Do I look like I care what you think? Do I look like I give a shit what you think? Ladies and gentlemen, he is the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. Ah, <laughs> uh, good evening. Well, making looking to make history once again, as you do tend to like to do uh, tomorrow. I do. It's true. Uh, first of all, just to make sure I'm clear, you've never held the White Lightning Championship, have you? Uh, this is the first time I've ever entered the tournament. Yeah, exactly. First time ever entering the High Voltage Invitational. And uh, coming out, of course, as, as Cougar said, you dominated uh, in the high, in the steel cage, in the High Voltage steel cage. You now challenge Claymore for his White Lightning Championship tomorrow. Your thoughts? <sighs> well, my thoughts. You know, the last time I faced... Uh, it's Claymore for a title. It was for the world championship a little ways back, and uh, would have been my would have been my sixth time having that belt. But you know, unfortunately, uh, you know he he likes to brag that he dominated the match and that you know he beat me and all this other stuff. But you'll know you you know would never accept any of my challenges after that because he knows just like everyone who watched the match knows and everyone who's seen the replay knows that I was clearly winning that match until I messed up. I made it. I went for a high risk maneuver. I botched it. Sort of landed on my face, not necessarily my finest moment. And he dove in and capitalized on it while I was done. Hey, he's a champion. He did what he needed to do to win the belt. He always acted like like he achieved something by me messing up me. So now you know it's not it's not the world title. That's great, but. Will feel good to take a belt off that pompous ass. No, absolutely. I imagine it would. And right now he is, uh, you know, claiming he's the savior of RAWF. He's going to clean it of all the corruption. He's the good man. Uh, what's your thoughts on his on his his outlook on life right now, as far as this whole good man thing goes? 
<laughs> the good man. Um, you wouldn't know a good man if you found one at the gay bar. Oh, wait. Uh, you're not allowed to say that anymore. It's a different era these days. Um, no, uh, look. You know, I've seen people like him come and go. And I, and I find throughout history the people who are most likely to tell you how pious they are and how they're trying to change the world better and how they're trying to change you for your own good are some of the worst people this planet has ever produced. They are charlatans, each and every one, and he is. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, We've had many people, not just in recent times, but in all of history that have claimed such a thing. Not many of them were able to deliver, nor were they sincere. But, uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. So let's talk about the high-voltage steel cage. How many of these high voltage steel before this high voltage invitational? How many high voltage steel cages matches had you ever been in? Two, I believe. Two. Do you remember Two. who they were? Who they were against? Well, one of them was you, sort of. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Forgot about that. Yeah, you know, the whole being struck by lightning. Hmm. Didn't you you technically die in that match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I kind of remember, but I don't, if you know what I mean. Um, I remember. It hurt. Mm. Uh, well, but I have to tell you, it, it, you know now. So, but when I'm in there now and I run into the cage, it's kind of like, oh, it, that's, that's funny. You know what really hurts? Lightning. Lightning hurts. This, this is okay. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. All right. Well, good luck to you against Claymore. Uh, we've already talked quite a bit at length about your Hatfield McCoy title defense against Beast. So, uh, any any anything you'd briefly like to say about that before we move on to the big to the big announcement? Well, look, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna wish Beast the the best of luck. Uh, hasn't been having a whole lot of that against me of late. So, you know, he uh, got me in that cage. Taught me a couple other places. Uh, coming on the wrong end of that stick. So, yeah, look, maybe he's learned a few things. Maybe I'll see a little little something different out of him uh pay-per-view. I guess time will tell. But, uh, look, I, 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 no matter no matter what happens, even if I do go in there and get the same beast I've been getting, uh, you know, he puts he puts on a show. So, it'll it'll be a good it'll be a good uh fight regardless. All right, Griff. So, as men's champion, you won the Arsehole of the Month, meaning for the second, for the third mo- month in a row, you've won Arsehole of the Month. Uh, and of course, like last month when you won it, you got to choose your own opponent out of anyone on the men's roster that was in the Arsehole of the Month tournament. Uh, you uh, asked people once again to step up and tell the tell you why they think they should get a men's title shot. Uh, you may you had an open forum for that. There were many uh, applicants. Uh, have you chosen a winner? Have you chosen a contender for your men's championship tomorrow? 
I, I have, I have. Um, but I want to say something first. You know, so people ask, you know, why have I been doing this? The people act like I'm just stroking my ego about it. And that's not what it's about. The reason I've been doing this is I want to give people a chance to prove they deserve a spotlight, right? It's not, it's not, oh, you know, hey, come kiss my ass and I'll give you a title shot. In fact, actually, the people who came in there and did nothing but kiss my ass, I didn't even really seriously consider, right? What I wanted to see is that you had the ability to sell yourself when given a spotlight that you could use it to tell the world why they should know Right? And a few people got that. There were a few. And I and, and this time around, I gotta tell you, it was it was a it was a tighter contest than last month. You know, there were a few people that really went out there and kinda showed it and it kinda you know, for for a while there it was between actually like five people, like all had my attention. And then sort of at the end, two really sort of stepped forward and I'm gonna tell you who both of them are because I think they both deserve credit. So the two people who I paid who I really thought were like neck and neck and they really put it put their all in there and really sold themselves for Powerbomb McGee and Redneck Avenger. It, they were so close. It was such a tight fit, you know, between them. I, I actually started going to people, you know, who I who I know in this industry and whose opinion I trust and I started saying, Hey, do me a favor, watch these packages and, and tell me what you think. Like like who do you think really promoted themselves? And I, and I started talking to people left, right, and center. And I kept getting, like, it, it kept, like, I kept, and I always, I always asked in pairs. And they kept coming back, one for Powerbomb, one for RA, one for Powerbomb, one for RA. You know, it, it, it got pretty funny. Like, every, like, I, it just kept being a tie. Um, until the point uh, where, you know, I, I finally, just before the show, I, 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 I tapped a few more people um, all, at, all at once. And the person who ended up with one more vote than the other was Redneck Avenger. So congratulations, Mr. Avenger. You get to be famous. All right. Two RAWF Hall of Famers going at it for the men's championship tomorrow. The Immortal Griffith defends against the Redneck Avenger. And, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think you could have gone wrong on either one, but I you know, absolutely think Redneck uh, deserves an opportunity. He's been... He, he's been... Been a... He's been doing a great job as of late. So, yep, absolutely. Good choice. It will be Griff versus the Redneck Avenger tomorrow. So, he's out in the chat right now. Anything you have to say to RA? Uh, you know, normally this would be, I'd say, something cocky or arrogant, or at least so this one over here would say. Um, but no, look, RA and I have danced many times, and it's always, they've always been great fights. So, I, I know. To some degree, I know what I'm going to get tomorrow. More importantly, I know what the fans are going to get tomorrow. They're going to get a man who's going to go out there and give it his all, you know, for the fans and for that title. And uh, I think it's going to be a great fight. So, R.A., come tomorrow. Hey, look, uh, I apologize in advance for what I'm going to try to do to you, but I won't take it personally what you try to do to me. All right. Will be a good so you've got a pretty full dance card, Griff. It's kind of, kind of going. We're kind of going start, back. Start to, to feel, days. start to feel like two years ago, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you get you yeah taking on Beast, taking on Ra, taking on Claymore. You could very well walk out of Cataclysm with four titles uh, to your name, uh, to your credit. So it it does think, starting to feel like the old days, if you will. 
if you can pull that off, we will find out tomorrow at Cataclysm. Good luck to you, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, like the like the great red dragon, like Griffith, he's got a few a full plate on his a full uh, slate on his plate tomorrow at Cataclysm. He uh, will be defending his Platinum Dragon Championship against the Brunette Strangler, and he will challenge the Great Red Dragon for the national title. He is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the red to the earth to the shadows far behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm a turtle. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit. All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. And I'm baptizing blood of the ball and keep it cheap. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Paragon of Greatness. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, L.A. It's been an interesting week here and unstoppable, you know. A lot has been going on, and absolutely nothing has been going on also. So uh, it's a very interesting time in this company, and, and uh, you know, there's no better way to advertise cataclysm than this week in Unstoppable, because we literally lived the unstoppable cataclysm. <laughs> you, you're not wrong. You are not wrong, Paragon. I I I, I thought the same thing on several occasions during this during the whole in de- the whole ordeal, uh, wondering what was going on and if this was indeed a uh, irony of sorts that our pay per view this weekend was cataclysm. Uh, but with that being said, I, Paragon, I do not know who your advertising department guy is, but give him a raise. <laughs> Well, that or fire him for almost shutting the whole whole system down. One of the two, I guess. Uh, but eh. anywho, Paragon, let's start with the national championship. You're challenging the Great Red Dragon. Uh, talk to me about the national title. Uh, what it means to you? Have you been national champion? You've been so many. You know, I I, keep, I lose track of who's been what after so many years. So, have you been national champion before? I have been national champion, I, I believe, once before, possibly twice, but my first national championship reign is the one that really sticks in my memory. It's an important title run to me. Uh, I was doing this thing when I first broke into RAWF where I was kind of hyper-focusing on one thing at a time. And it, you know, As a veteran established over all of these years, now I have the luxury to know a lot of the terrain and I can focus on multiple matches at a time like I, you know, have been known to do for years and I'm certainly going to have to be doing at Cataclysm. But in my early days, I put a lot of focus into one match at a time and I would jump when I was finished with a reign of one championship. uh, You know, somebody would defeat me, they would be the better person. And then I would move to 
the next goal, the next climb up the, the ladder, so to speak, to get to that RAWF World Championship. And I feel like the national championship, the moment that I had won that, I'd moved from the Triple Crown Championship to the national championship, and that was the moment that I, I really kind of soaked in. I looked around the RAWF universe, looked at our fans, saw the respect that I was getting behind the scenes, and I thought, I've made it. I am a legitimate star in RAWF. And that was that was the day that I realized I will one day become a world champion in this company. I've got an entire future ahead of me. And it was all st- it all stemmed from the adrenaline and the energy that I was able to feed off of on the night that I won my first national championship. I'm not going to sit here and lie, uh, be disingenuous and say that at this point in my career, the national championship is my number one priority. It's the, it's the only thing that matters to me because, you know, it, it's not. But I'm also not going to lie and pretend like this championship means any less than a symbol of hope in the RAWF universe to me. It, it represents to me my journey in this company. Okay. Uh, fair. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you heard the words of the Great Red Dragon earlier. Do you have a rebuttal to anything he said? I want to take you back to something that he said last week because it, it really struck a, a chord and it was actually very meaningful to me. Uh, and it changes the way that I look at this match. Last week, he recited almost word for word a statement I made about the Great Red Dragon when he had first come back to R.A.W.S. Something roughly to the effect of how he's all flash in the pan. He's he's a lot of talk, but not a lot of action. And that he was, you know, he was a passing fad. He was going to go away. And that made me think of two things. First and most importantly, it made me realize that all of this time, the Great Red Dragon has carried a chip on his shoulder because of the thing that I had to say about him at that time. He remembered almost verbatim what I had to say all of this time later, and finally when he had the opportunity to tell the world the Great Red Dragon doesn't forget, he pulled the trigger as only he can do in spectacular verbal fashion. And he let me know this match actually means something to him. It's not just a national championship match. This is a long-rooted story of proving somebody wrong. And the second thing that it made me realize was that last week I was going into this match thinking it's not our rankings match. It's not going to be the Platinum Dragon or the World Championship match. It's it's two guys that always excel in the rankings matches, but it's in a match that kind of has a little bit less weight on it not being this rankings match. And, and I thought most people, if you were to ask them on paper, who do you got in a match, Paragon of Greatness, the Great Red Dragon, they're going to say Paragon. 
And I don't mean that to be cocky, and I don't mean that to insult the Great Red Dragon. That's just the answer that you would get most of the time. And my thought process was, on paper, I'm the better performer. And this match is not going to mean as much to the Great Red Dragon as his World Championship match. So I thought that I had myself a relatively easy cakewalk match. And then he said that. And I realized that I may be focusing on the wrong match for this pay-per-view because the Great Red Dragon has proven me wrong already, whether he wins or not. He is absolutely what he claims to be. He is great. And he's pissed off. He indeed is. Uh, should be a great match between the two of you tomorrow for the national title. Let's move on. You actually have three big matches tomorrow. Uh Contending for the World Tag Team Champions with, of course, your longtime partner, Knox Boogie, Dungeons & Dragons, t- challenging uh, Swords and Scimitars, the Teflon Sheik, and Claymore. Talk to me about that match. Uh, I, I've discussed at length here in RAWF just how much the tag team division means to me and how I indeed do feel that... Dungeons and Dragons is the best tag team in the world. Something that I won't even say about myself as a highly accomplished singles wrestler, I would never claim that I think that I am the best wrestler in the world. But Dungeons and Dragons is different. It's something special. It's a a chemistry on a completely different level from any other tag team I've seen in Unstoppable. And the fact that we have gone so long without holding that gold has really, really put a fire under us because that's just not Dungeons and Dragons. This was a story for over a year, almost, almost two years of time that there was not a single title match for those tag team championships that didn't involve Dungeons and Dragons. We didn't hold them consecutively for two years. I mean, even, even the best, will always eventually lose in a company like this because of the level of competition. But if we lost those championships, we would earn the rematch the following month. There did not go by a single title match without Dungeons and Dragons for almost two years. And then almost in the blink of an eye, we pretty much vanished off the board. We, we still, you know, show up in the tag team rankings, but we keep falling short. You know, we get, get our ranks or twos or our threes or something. We we're just not quite landing in that title match because honestly, this tag team division might be the most competitive. You know what? Scratch that. There is no might. It is the most competitive tag team division in the world. And maybe uh, we were resting on our laurels a little bit, but this was the time. This is the time for us to pull the trigger and get back to where we were because it's been far too long. Talk to me about Claymore and Teflon as a chic, as a, as a chic, as a team. Teflon and Claymore oh. as a. Well, Teflon is. No, I wanted to hear about you Claymore, as a chic. Claymore, not as much. <laughs> but yeah, Teflon, excellent chic. Claymore, meh, you know, m- middle ground. Uh, uh. We, no. Uh, uh, Swords and Scimitars are actually an excellent tag team. Uh, you know, I, you talk about this division, you talk about the chemistry that teams have, the continuity as a tag team. 
the kind of old school feel that you can get from a team like Claymore and Teflon Sheik, where you feel like they're really a team, even with the dissolution of Terror Inc. as a story that has, you know, been dominating a lot of the headlines lately. You get this feeling that swords and scimitars are, pardon the phrasing, Teflon. You know, they're there's nothing you can do to break these guys apart. Anything that you throw at them, it's going to bounce right off of them. These guys have done it all in a relatively short period of time in this tag team division. They're somebody to absolutely be feared. But the thing is, and I, again, I say this respectfully, Teflon Sheik has a long, long history of falling short when it comes to me and Claymore, I think that we've, we've discussed a little bit uh, this month about just how much I would like to get my hands on the good man. So added motivation on top of a history of defeat. This doesn't spell very good situation for swords and scimitars. Indeed, should be one hell of a tag team battle at Cataclysm for the tag team titles. Last but not least, Paragon Platinum Dragon Championship that you won just a couple of weeks ago from Mithras on Superstars now have to turn around and defend that against one of the toughest ladies in all of wrestler Unstoppable, the toughest ladies in the business in the Brunette Strangler. Uh, how do you feel going into this match with Brew? Well, I feel like I should probably change my name to Redneck Avenger because I'm giving you another history lesson here. Uh, Cataclysm, 2016. The day that many people consider the end of the initial run of Immortal Greatness. I told you about how I won the national championship, and that, that made me feel like for the first time that I I'd made it in this company, that I was going to be something, I was going to be a world champion. And to tie the start of this segment into the finish of this segment, Cataclysm, when I finally got over that hill and defeated immortal, the Immortal Griffin, but not only defeated the Immortal Griffith, defeated him for the World Heavyweight Championship, was the night where I no longer felt like I had made it in RAWF. I had made it in RAWF. Cataclysm, I hadn't said this throughout the month because I kind of wanted to save this information, uh, didn't want my opponents to be tipped off too early about my level of confidence going in, but in a lot of ways, I feel like Cataclysm is my pay-per-view in R.A.W.F. It is the event that I look forward to possibly the most all year round, and it holds the most special place to me because of that night. When I go into Cataclysm, I feel like I have to prove every single time that this is Paragon's pay-per-view. And Brunette Strangler, uh, she's an excellent excellent competitor. I would never take anything away from her, but she's she's not a particularly exciting choice either. Like she she's not somebody that anybody's going into this match thinking, "Oh man, she could change the landscape." And that might be my downfall going into this match because I feel like this match 
while she has all of the talent and all of the ability to turn it around, this match is going to be about me proving myself right about Cataclysm. And Brunette Strangler has the misfortune of being the opponent that has to be at the expense of that. All right. Well, three big matches for you at Cataclysm Paragon. However, uh, I need to need you to stick around for a few seconds because I'm going to play a promo. Uh, Somebody in R.A.W.F. that wants to have a match with you. So I'm going to go ahead and play this now and uh, we'll get your response afterwards. You know, ever since the dissolution of Tearing, I've had a lot of time to think and reflect sitting up in my big 20,000 square foot mansion. And I've come to the conclusion that this ain't me. All this money, this ain't how I came up. I didn't come from money. And yeah, my connection with the Sheik and Terry Ring, we're brothers. But it was also business. And business came to an end. We all cashed out. We made our money. But for me personally, on the way up that ladder of success, I made a lot of enemies, said a lot of things I regret to a lot of people I respect. And I got to admit now that I have a different uh, outlook on things. I see things clearly now. I see that uh, it was hard work, not money, that made me any kind of success. And my friends have my back. So now I'm listening to the radio the other day, and I'm listening to After Hours, and you know I have to apologize about some of the, the rude things I might have said about the After Hours show because I tune in every single Saturday that it's on. And um, I heard the the paragon of greatness make a few comments in regards to me, as well as some others, like Lord Amadeus, like um, a few other people who shall remain nameless. And uh, they were complimentary, despite all the disrespect that I've shown them. And uh, it really made me have to think. So... For POG, for you in particular, I wanted to cut this promo and this message as a as an opportunity for myself to step in the ring with you. Not because we've got a grudge and not because I disrespected you in some way, but because I recognize greatness when I see it. And I recognize the fact that... Uh, a pinfall on you would be a big feather in my cap. And this time, without tearing, backing me up, without any uh, shenanigans on the outside, just you and me, man to man, I'd like to have that match take place as soon as possible. If it can take place possibly on Superstars, so be it. If your dance card is full and we have to table it, that's okay too. I don't have a problem with that. I can wait. But uh, I would like to be able to have the, the honor and respect to step in the ring with you and meet you eye to eye, man to man. With no animosity, no anger, just skill versus will. So POG, if you're up for it, if you would do me the honor, let me put it to you like that, 
why don't you and I have ourselves a match? And this time, it's going to be a true respect match that I'm asking about because I do respect you. And I hope you will accept my challenge. That coming from <clears throat> the power player, Luke Cage, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Paragon, your thoughts? I am impressed. You know, uh, a couple of weeks ago with the dissolution of Terror Inc., I said... Say it again. Say it again. Dissolution of Terror Inc. Thank you. The dissolution of Terror Inc. The dissolution of Terror Inc. All right. Uh, But yes, with with that, uh, I did say Luke Cage intrigued me the most out of this whole situation because you can review the tapes. There's... You know, there's no backtracking here. There's no creating a false narrative. This has been true since the dawn of Terror Inc. in R.A.W.F. I've always said that I saw something different in Luke Cage. I, he didn't seem like he fit with that group. He, he seemed to be a different kind of performer and a different kind of man. And the fact that he is embracing what he is, finally being freed from the situation that he was in in Terror Inc. It really does impress me. And I said, he's got a lot of respect being put on his name right now, and he needs to go out and earn it. And I honestly did not mean that as a challenge. I did not think that Luke Cage was going to take that as a uh, reason to create a uh, opportunity to challenge me to a match. But damn, am I impressed that that's where he went with it. You know, uh, we were, we've just been talking about my history in RAWF and it's a very rich and deep history in this company. Uh, a lot of things have happened. And I think that Luke Cage is one of those people that will have a fascinating tale when it's all over us. Uh, if Luke Cage wants me in a respect match, as he as he calls it, I am one hundred percent on board. Uh, you can you can book it for Cataclysm. You can book it for Superstars. If I have too many matches going on, you can book it for uh, Graveyard Smash if you'd like to. I love this idea, and I think that Luke Cage is doing the absolute right thing to go out there and earn the respect that's being put on his name right now. All right. Well, that match will happen not tomorrow at Cataclysm. Uh, maybe, probably next week on Superstars, unless we decide maybe it is a good Graveyard Smash uh, match. We will see. Um, but I promise you that match will happen here in the near future. Thank you, Paragon, and con- good luck to you tomorrow night in all of your big matches. Thank you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick song break. When we return, we still got plenty of people to talk to. Lady Vex, Mabel Hare, Judgments in the House, The Cougar is here, IKP waiting in the wings. All this and much, much more when we return. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I've had enough. I'll make a mistake. never take drop of blood from me.
Yo, it's your boy Blaze McCoy, the Steel City Superman, the lunatic kick from the sticks, and well, 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 what do we have here? Well, you're tuned into Blaze Radio, that's B-L-A-I-S-E-D, mixing old school and new school in pro wrestling and gaming. It's AI controlled with furious, unadulterated commentary, kids. Sure. 
Konečnám fonému. Jumnu se dám vásadou. to win the Triple Crown Championship this week. He is uh, the Puppet Master. He is Mr. R.A.W.F. He is the one and only. did not deface your face. No vacant. See? Did he do anything to my face? I mean, other than tell you to get it out of here, no. We'll see. Uh, and, and technically, it's not, I mean, it's not actually your face. It's, it's somebody else's face. Got a point. It's my face. I'm beating for it. It's my face. And actually, I'm, to be I'm clear, I, I'm pretty sure it's like a bunch of different people's face sewn together. Well, it's it's a face, and it's in a jar, and it's... And it's angry. Even the chicken very foot didn't angry. work. You know how bad that is when the chicken foot doesn't work? I know, and it will... But I'm going to get this... <laughs> Frank's lucky he accepted this match, or I would totally destroy this. I would set this face on fire right now. But I'm going to go with this match, and then after I beat him at Graveyard Smash, then I will smash the face and burn it. Well, and, what's this with the, and I want to say congratulations to Paragon and, and, and the Sisterhood, because apparently Backstreet Boys are back in the, 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 
the Backstreet Group is now back in back in line since they got Luke in their little corner now. What's all this? <laughs> Luke's I respect Luke. Luke is a respectful man. <laughs> Luke was the weakest one on Terry, and that's what we. That's why we bought out our contracts. So you going I thought it was because she couldn't win a match. No, it wasn't because she couldn't win a match. Paragon, just go ahead and do your little donate to the Boys and Girls Club. Mm. <laughs> well, Judge, well, Graveyard Smash, of course, still quite a while ways away. We got to talk about your big match tomorrow at Cataclysm. You have an opportunity yes. to be the next Triple Crown champion if you can get past Tigress. And the Hawkster. So talk to me. Talk to them. Tell them what you're going to do to them tomorrow. It's simple. It's simple. One, two, three. One, two, three. I'm going to win. I'm going to come out of Cataclysm more night with the title or whatever it's called. I'm going to come out with it, and I'm going to be the new triple cat. I've never had this title before. No. you this is something uh, new for me. So I've, I've never had this title. No. You actually so this is something never... new for me. Never been Triple Crown Champion, one of the few things that you haven't done here in R.A.W.S. So, uh, yeah, it would be big for you, no doubt about it. Add, add something that you've never done before uh, and, and beat two pretty tough opponents in doing so. Yes, and then I'm going to let them pit a patty and just, I don't know, what, I'm going to send them back to wherever they come from. Well, something's wrong. I don't have, I'm, something's not right about this studio. What do you mean? Something's missing. Something's missing. What do you mean something's missing? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I have to find, I'll find out. Something's missing. But anyway, anyway, go ahead. It doesn't feel right. It feels cold. You feel cold? You cold? I'm not cold. I'm vacant. You cold? Well, I mean, we're not it, in Mexico, so I'm always cold, cold when I'm not in Mexico. See, but it's, it's unusually cold in here today. It's just like really cold. I I, I don't. Feel anything different? It's it's cold. It's cold in here. And anyway, anyway, back to the topic at hand. When I become the Triple Crown champion tomorrow night, it's going to be it's, I'm, I'm going to set up. It's, it's, it's something. It's going to be different. Because like I say, this is a new title for me. And I don't, how do you defend it again? When I when do I defend it again against two other people, right? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. how that works. You see. That's how the triple okay, crown championship works. Okay, I just want to make sure works. that's how that works. Yeah, you can't. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's always a triple threat match for the triple crown championship. Uh, triple crown. <clears> you know, hence the name triple. triple. Yeah. Well, what was that? I don't know. What was that? You heard it, didn't you? You heard it, too. I, I heard something. Sounded like someone knocking. Knocking? I hear knocking. <laughs> knocking. <laughs> I slept. I slept. I slept week. I, I, I slept Judge, week. you need to get some sleep tonight. Otherwise, you ain't winning no damn Triple Crown Championship tomorrow. You're going to be freaking falling asleep in the ring. Somebody knocking. That's all I hear. It's constantly knocking at the door. Knocking, knocking, knocking. I, I, I don't. I don't. Is it Evan's door? I don't I I hear nothing, Judge. It's just knocking. It's just knocking. 
Okay, you hear knocking. I I I, I, I heard know I have no idea why. Is your, really uh, it's somehow I know that it's just, it's, 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 how would you hear this? I hear it's coming. Judge, you okay? Judge, what's wrong? Judge, why don't you go, why don't you go lay down in the cot up back, back in the back? See if you can get a couple, couple some sleep. Because it's in a cot. Yeah, go, go, go. You say that on a cot? Huh? A cot, you know? What are you, you saying? Sleep... Well, a cot. cot? I thought you said a cot. <laughs> no, you're not going to sleep on a cot. Yeah, I think that's what I need to do. I think that's what I need to do. I think I need to go lay down. I need to go lay down. Go lay down. It's, it's so cold. It's cold. It's cold in here. Uh-huh. I was okay till I came in here. You've you done something. The studio is different. It's different. It's, it's different. Go lay down. No, because it's tall. I mean, something's different. Good night, Judge. I'm going to go lay down. I feel like I need to lay down. Please do. (laughs) No, that's not what I said. Anyhow. Moving right along. You people. Let's talk to Lady Vex Diablo challenging for the Midnight Hobo Championship tomorrow. She takes on the current champion, and she is the one and only. You know, people thinking I say something and I didn't say that. Uh, But at any rate, I mean, you were talking to Judge. Uh, This is true. At any rate, Vex, one night away from challenging for the Midnight Hobo Championship against the current champion Beast. Uh, Right? Yeah, I I think that's right. I don't even know anymore. That's right. That's who I've been preparing to face. But I mean, yeah, if you want to right. just go ahead and give me B Dizzle tomorrow, that's fine. I'll I'll beat him for the Midnight Hobo Belt. A beast won't mind. Yeah. No, not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. But at anywho, so Vex, 
looking to get back into the title picture. You've been uh, your waist has been a bit empty over the last couple months. You look at ready to once again wear gold around your waist. Are you saying I've lost weight, LA? What? No. Sorry. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. <laughs> you're having you're having a rough second hour. I'll be nice. Um, yes, absolutely. Looking to get back into the title picture. It's RAWF is a lot more active when I have a belt, don't you know? So, um, yeah, let's do that thing. Let's, let's drive the people back into RAWF. Let's remind them of what I can do. So let's talk about the Midnight Hobo Championship and what it stands for. First of all, it's named after an alcoholic be- beverage uh, created by an R- by R.A.W. Hall of Famer Shifty the Drunken Dragon Clown. Uh, you know, it's it was made it was made famous by him, but it was made even more famous by Mithras the Title Machine in his two in a year two two over two year reign as Midnight Hobo Champion. Uh, it's become quite the quite the thing to have. Uh, what what about the Midnight Hobo Championship is most alluring to you? Alluring, alert, enunciating, alluring. You need some eye drops and a, and a throat lozenge. <sighs> yeah. The most sure. alluring thing about Midnight Hobo. Um. Well, I mean, I don't have to drink it if I win the belt, so that that's fantastic because. I am not a beer person. Um, making Dragon come up with a uh, Vex-inspired flavor—that that's my—that's one of my fan, my one of my great things. Um, at least Elvacet's keeping the Mexican pizza, unlike other chains. And yeah, that's definitely it. Um, I can't say that I enjoy the picture of Shifty that's still on the belt. I mean that's. That's old Shifty. That's CSWF Shifty. Shifty got Shifty took care of himself after that was done. <laughs> I might have to do something about that. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, I do make some pretty cool things, and I might know some people. I might have to do something about it. Hmm. That sounds interesting. Like fun. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. Well, certainly. Anything to say to Beast? knowing that he's probably listening at this very moment. Nothing I haven't said already. Um, you know, it's just have some fun. Um, be grateful to be back in the ring. Like so many don't seem to be. They, they're not grateful to be back in the ring right now. They're not having a good time. They're not making things a good time. Go back to being grateful that you're in the ring. All right. Lady Vex Diablo, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Vex. Any parting thoughts? Get rid of the Excedrin. I'm telling you. Just just stop with the Excedrin. It'll help. You'll enunciate better. Good or Oh, hurt. you think? Okay. Right. Good. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, L.A. Thank you, Vex. Lady Vex Diablo could be your next Midnight Hobo Champion. We find out tomorrow night 
at Cataclysm, which, by the way, we will be going live on air at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow night on Blog Talk Radio. (laughs) Ah. Next up, she is the former member of Terror Inc., no longer a member of Terror Inc. Yay! Wait, wait, why is that? Why? why? Because we had the dissolution of Terror Inc. (laughs) <laughs> Let's bring on the wonderful redhead from Ireland. She is the one and only. Wait, no. So that one. the lips, the teeth. How you learn to enunciate. Fair enough. And it's a bit hard. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. Oh. Uh, I, I, I understand that we're we're still celebrating the uh the, the squealish of Okay. <laughs> you say you bought a Chevy Capri? What? What? I mean, it's a good car. I'm gonna get. You, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get you a dictionary for Christmas, lot. The dissolution <sighs> of Chevra Caprice. Ah, oh, 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 cervical the, priests. There aren't any more cervical priests, lad. Cer- cervical priests. Okay. I'm not. Elvacant. <laughs> Oh no! You interview Maeve. You, she, you, you, you like her. Go ahead. Just, just. I, I, I. I what need, are you saying? Need... Are you saying that you don't like me, lad? No, it's not. Yeah, but you don't like me, old vacant. I, 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 I kind of heard that too. Not like me? I don't know. Well, right now I'm not real happy with you myself. Me? What did I do? Oh no. To sit on my knee, not climb up my spine. What are you doing? I'm getting away from that. <sighs> so, what did you, Maeve? Big match with Liam O'Shaughnessy tomorrow at Cataclysm. Hoping to propel yourself back up into the title picture, I'm assuming. I, I, something like that. 
Okay. Come back around. Sit on the leg. It'll be fine. We'll stay over here. He can stay over there. It'll be good. Did I? Did I do? He does that again. I'm He does that again. I'm throwing you at him. I mean, that would be amusing to see. Do what? I was. What do you mean? I did something. I didn't do nothing. Uh. You did the thing. You you did the thing with the eyes and the thunder and the laughing. Well. I'm I'm telling you this for the last time. The only person in this booth right now that needs to have green eyes is me. You do it again, I'm throwing the lad at you. Okay. Anyway, you was ask you were asking me about Liam and my match with yeah. him tomorrow. Yes. Yes, and you know it's a, a big I mean, match for you. Go go for it. It's. It's an exciting match. I, I always enjoy getting in the ring with Liam, and I, I know he's not going to pull any punches with me. And uh, had a suggestion that we each take a shot after <laughs> after each move, and I'm not entirely sure how well that will go, but it could be fun. You know, this isn't the hobo the... match, right? I wouldn't be caught dead drinking that garbage. Have you ever tasted that stuff? No. I, I, I accidentally had a shot once, and I... I'm more of a margarita man words, myself. I don't think I have the words in English to explain what it did to me, so... Um, you know, that's... But at any rate, it's not... You definitely need some Q-tips and some toilet paper when you're, when you're done drinking that stuff, but go ahead. I'm not even sure I want to know what that... Uh, I mean, I, I don't believe in kink shaming, so I'm not going to go there. Uh, but as it is, the Rankins, uh, I mean, you know, who knows where I'm at this week since, you know, some someone tripped and pulled a plug or something. Uh, but, I mean, honestly, right now the Rankins aren't, I'm not going to say that they don't matter because, of course, they do, and, of course, I want to do well. But they're not really top of my list right now. Um I'm really working on figuring out where I belong in RWS. I mean, obviously Shevel Capraith is no more and um you know, I, I have a, a few opinions about that that I won't bring up right now on on advice of a barrister I spoke to. But be that as it may, I think I lost touch of why exactly I got into the business to begin with got caught up in the whole, you know, business model and doing what's good for business and rankings match this and make a contract sign in there for money. And I mean, to be quite honest, I don't really care about money that much. Not why I got into this business. I don't think it's really why most of us get into this business. At least I certainly don't recommend no one getting into this business for the money. Well, may then maybe have some fun with this match with Liam. Maybe maybe things will <clears throat> take a different take a different approach. Maybe things we'll see. And you're still young, still young in this business, so maybe it's it's never too early to reinvent yourself. It's never too late either. So, well, that was awful inspiring, lad. But uh, I can assure you, it's going to be fun. It's always fun when you get two Irish folk together. Um. Yeah, thankful. Thankfully, 
Unfortunately, I'm from the, the right side of the island, uh, so won't get too bloody, I hope. But, you know, I really am having fun these days. I, I've been having a real good few weeks. So thank you, Maude. No, I appreciate your And, Maeve, uh, I'm sorry about whatever happened. It, it, um, yeah, me too. Just just go ahead and have a seat on Elvacan's lap. Make him happy. What do you think I've been doing, Lon? Well, for a while there, you were just sort of crawling up my spine. Keep telling me to climb on. I finally climb on and you complain that's, about it? That's not what I meant. We can discuss <laughs> it later. Maeve O'Hare, ladies Thank and gentlemen. You we can talk about my cot later. Liam O'Shaughnessy tomorrow <laughs> at Cataclysm. It's someone else who has a big match tomorrow. The First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar Cougs. Yes. A lumberjack match against Damia, the Dark Siren. Uh, it should be an epic match. With you know, you're gonna have, I'm sure, plenty of members of Anarchy around the ring, as well as other members. El Vacant, I do believe, is going to be a lumberjack, so I'm, I'm sure he's gonna be happy about that. Uh, tell me what you plan. Tell me, tell me what you want out of this match when it's all said and done. Damia. To be her best. I know she can do better than what she's been doing. I know she knows how to talk. I know she knows how to fight. And I want her to bring all of that to me. And uh, I, and I agree with that because Damia has been on the tip, uh, has been has been just outside. You know, she's been on the on the preface prep whatever. She's been on the edge of getting into, you know, getting yourself into the title picture for a long time now. Uh, a big match like this, were she to beat you, now I'm not saying she will or will, won't, uh, could possibly propel her into the title picture. But at the same time, uh, you're, you're not far off either, so this would be a big match for you. Uh, but, oh, my God. I swear people just don't... I, mm. <sighs> Cougs. Yes. Have a glass of milk. It'll make you feel better. What's that? Have a glass of milk. It'll make you feel better. Milk? I don't think we got milk. Yeah, warm milk. I, I, I don't. I haven't. I don't think we have milk. I got Gatorade here, and then there's some midnight hobo. Uh, I have no idea what the hell this is. Elvacan brought this in last week and been sitting in there. It's got a mule on the cover. What? No idea. Uh, now I don't have any milk available, so but maybe I'll try that next week, especially or tomorrow night. Probably I'll probably need it tomorrow night, to be honest with you. So, all right. Well, Coogs, any final words for Damia before tomorrow night's cataclysm? Uh, just to bring her a game, like Vic said, there's some people who aren't enjoying being in the ring. They're not appreciative of being able to be there. And I want her to show me that she can enjoy it. She can bring her a game and she can try and beat me. Cause she's very, I don't think she's beat me on a big scale. All right. 
Well, good luck to you tomorrow. Good luck to Dami as well. Should be a very good match. El Vacant, uh, it's an important job being a lumberjack. Uh, any thought? Any thoughts on what you think you're going to see tomorrow when you're at ringside with all the other members of RAWF? I, I, I'm sorry. What I'm still confused. I'm, I'm still a little distracted by you saying Damia being on the tip. I hate you all. I mean, that's not what I meant, and you know it. Good I'm luck sorry. What was the question again? Never mind. Don't worry about it. Thank you, Coogs. You are quite welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. Ah, all right. So we still got three. I'm going to extend the show because we still got three very important callers waiting on hold. Uh, we'll get to them in just a moment. But I, I, I can't believe I forgot to play our sponsor, uh, El Vacant, the LTD promo. Where is that? Did I? didn't play that earlier after the song like I was going to, right? Uh, I mean, you didn't play all of it. What do you mean I didn't play all of it? I mean, you started to play it, and then you cut it off, and started being the guy. Oh. <laughs> you sure? Uh, okay, they're saying I I mean, I'm sure. Look, between the two of us, who's probably going to remember that? True. I mean, maybe I shouldn't. All right. If if you all say he came out, okay. Fine. I'm not playing it, Blaze. No problem. Because, you know, you're right. All right. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, he has two big matches tomorrow at Cataclysm. A Fubar City street fight and... Fubar City Street Fight and a Jacobs Ladder Match. He'll be taking on Sai uh, in the Fubar City Street Fight. He'll be taking on Claymore in a Jacobs Ladder Match. It should be interesting to say the least. Please welcome, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only. KP, the Iceman King Parsons, now joining us on After Hours. Good evening, Iceman. Hey there, LA. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good, sir. How are you doing, man? You know, pretty good. I mean, not as good as it was a minute ago when I had this nice little redhead thing on my lap. But, you know, this is good, too. Yeah, and and then the tip conversation kind of threw us all off there. It was a little out there, you know. But, you know, I can't control him. Sometimes he just says the the, the most messed up things on the radio. Well, L.A., I've got something to cure all your ills. Here's you a bottle of 23-year scotch single malt by Glenn Fittich. It'll cure everything. Have a couple of drinks of that. You'll be good to go. Oh, you think so? Okay. 
Why not? I, I, I got to try something, right? So let me give me that mm-hmm. bottle. All right. Uh, give me. Mm. That's pretty good shit, actually. Thanks. We'll see what happens. All right, IKP, let's talk about your two big matches tomorrow. First of all, Claymore, Jacob's ladder match. This all, of course, extends from first you were, you know, you attacked Paragon and you were paid to do so. Uh, at first, we thought it was Mithras that paid you off. The evidence pointed to that, but it came back to lead the fact that it was actually somebody in Terror, Inc., and uh, the the, su- the main suspect now is Claymore. So the two of you will go at it in a Jacob's Ladder match. Uh, talk to me about this and how you're feeling going into this match with Clay. Yeah, well, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about the match. I mean, you know, this whole situation is just, I mean, you know, looking back on it, yeah, it was a mistake. And, you know, hopefully I can make amends for it with Pog and with Myth. Um, but, you know, this tangled web with Terror Inc. I mean, it's never simple with those guys. Um, but with Clay, you know, I think this is going to be, it'll be a good match. But, you know, at the end of it, I feel pretty good about, you know, the win. Um, ladder matches, hardcore matches, those are my jams. So, um, I mean, really looking back outside of my uh, disastrous um, uh, match with D's for the title, I haven't lost a hardcore match in R.A.W.S. So this will be, you know, this will just be another notch in the belt for me. And poor Clay will just, you know, have to chalk up that hard, that hard-earned, ill-gotten money from his little uh, association with Terry. And then, of course, you also have the Food Bar City Street Fight, another hardcore match. Uh, you're going, you're doubling down on the hardcore matches tomorrow at Cataclysm. Uh, this one against against R.A.W.F. stalwart Sai, who's looking to try to get herself back into contention, looking to get herself talked about again. Uh, what why what do you make of Sai, and what are you going to do to her tomorrow at Cataclysm? <laughs> well, they're definitely going to be talking about her again. That's for sure. You know, after after Anarchy has to come out and you know pick her up off the streets of Fubar City and get her back to their little compound and under their uh, Amazon purple healing ray or something to get her back to, to normal. Um, you know, no, I'm just going to throw out there that they're kind of used to that. Yeah, 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 true. True. I mean, you know. Um, but, you know, I just look at it this way with Psy. You know, if wrestling's considered an art form, then the IKP is using oils and Psy is just merely using watercolors. I'll just leave it at that. Mm. For those of you who are not artists uh, uh, or, or have no knowledge of painting, uh, art, yeah, oil paintings. Oil painting is considered a lot, a lot more. How do you say? Higher grade. Takes more finesse. Yes, takes more finesse. Yes. So. And that explanation was for all you window lickers and mouth breathers out there. Window liquor. Window, window snozberries liquor. taste like snozberries. <laughs> no way. All right, IKP, <laughs> real quick, I wanted to ask you something. We heard from your tag team partner, Luke Cage, your your longtime friend. Your, you mentored him early in his career. Um, mm-hmm. 
and uh, you know, he went through the whole terror ink thing, and we all thought he was a uh, a mouth breeding, you know, trash talker who couldn't back it up. Now all of a sudden, his attitude has changed somewhat. He's starting to respect people, talk about respect. Uh, what kind of influence have you had on his recent change of attitude? Well, I mean, if you've noticed. Once, you know, he and I, you know, beat the respect back into each other and, and we started teaming, he started seeing the light, you know, of just he didn't need to hang around with those guys. Um, so I think, yeah, it's been – I think it's, I've been a positive influence. I mean, I'm, I do my best to do that um, whenever I can outside of, you know, attacking Paragon. That was kind of a, you know, momentary lapse. But regardless, yeah, I mean, you know – Luke's starting to Luke's starting to see the light, and I think getting away from those uh, uh, unsavory elements kind of woke him up a little bit. Well, certainly some sort of attitude change as a, as he's uh, so. Hopefully, it continues. We'll see how, where it goes. And of course, you being a tag team partner and the Ebony experience, we look forward to seeing where you guys go as a tag team as well. Good luck in both your matches tomorrow, IKP. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Iceman King Parsons, ladies and gentlemen, looking for a win or two tomorrow at Cataclysm to get himself boosted up. All right. Next up, this man just we announced earlier in the show will challenge the Immortal Griffith for the men's championship. He is R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, the one and only. Good Lord. 
right. Well, let's talk about let's talk about the fact that that Drift chose you out of all the uh, all the people who uh, made it made their case for a shot at his men's championship tomorrow. Uh, he thought you had the best case. I can I tend to agree. So uh, that being said, talk to me about the match with the Immortal Griffin. Man, I tell you what, for the first time in a long time, I'm really excited about an R.A.W.F. pay-per-view. I've got two of the best matches I could ask for. You know, I've, I've got my tag team partner who, you know, we've, we've gone up and down the ranks, up and down the mountain, up and down and over the hill and through the woods and through everything. And you know what? We're going to put on one hell of a show and one excellent fight. And, uh, Griff, i got to say, you know, long, long time ago, Galaxy Far, Far Away, and in a company damn near you, uh, we have put on some great fights, and we have extended one another nothing but respect. And uh, I have, like I said, this is the first time in a long time I've been excited about a good fight in R.A.W.F., and uh, I appreciate you extending it to me. I know you didn't have to, and I'm honored that you did, but guess what? You got me. All right, it should be a, a really great match, R.A. I know it's been a while since you held some R.A.W.F. gold around your waist. Looking forward to seeing if you can, and to no offense, upset the Immortal Griffith, take that men's title away from him that he's had for so long. You know, I don't take a, I, I, I don't take offense to that at all. You know, Griff has been a great champion and a story champion through this company for Lord knows how long. I've been kind of in and out. I've been concentrated on uh, a lot of things outside, but you know, for this, my friend's going to get my full attention, and I think that's going to make for one hell of a fight, and I appreciate him uh, choosing me for this, but you know what? He knew what he was choosing, and I commend him for that. He knows he's going to get a good fight, and that's all anybody can ask for. All right. Well, R.A., looking forward to it. And, of course, also taking on uh, your tag team partner, fellow renegade, longtime friend, uh, Dev, tomorrow in a match that's probably going to be a lot of fun. But I have a feeling Dev's not going to take it easy on you. Hell no. And if, if Dev took it easy on me, I'd fire uh, Dev as, as as a tag mate, buddy, friend, all that fun stuff. She know better than that. Hell no, she ain't going to take it easy on me. And I ain't going to take it easy on Dev. That's why we booked the fight. All right. I figured as much. And I, I, bet, mean, you she, I, I bet you Dev would fire me if I took it easy on her. Yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too. So that's going to be one hell of a match. Nick, I, I believe, believe they prefer the term they as opposed to she. These. Dev prefers the term Dev. But, uh, that works too. Sometimes I, yeah, sometimes I get a little confused in the, in the transfusion. Oh yeah, hey, uh, how's the how's the beer sales going on taco truck? Oh, always wonderful. Yeah, I got to tell you, it, it, uh, you know, I I've been, I mean, I guess you don't get a lot of reports because you know you're busy bust, busting heads. But you know, the orders if we keep going up every month, every month we sell more, we order more, we, we keep selling more. I can't seem to buy enough. Hey, uh, you've been you've been helping keeping uh, Redneck Red Label afloat during this whole coronavirus craziness. You know, Ben. By the way, yes, I did beat Corona. Um, you know, uh, and uh, also just uh, while you're at it, um, 
If you're still doing that little Lucha League thing, get ready for a flying redneck. Throw me in there. Uh, we are, you know, I, I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to talk to Juan. He he really wanted to do that, you know. And we had our match, and then kind of, he kind of got distracted, I guess, apparently. And uh, now 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 the Sheik is is kind of up all up in his, you know, business and all that. So I, after the pay per view, I have to get with him and see if this is if he really wanted to put this division together. Hey, I've been going nine years without being in it, so I'm okay. But if you go ahead and crank it up. Throw me in there. I think it'll be worth. So we have a flying redneck. That'd be fun. Yeah. Hey, Texas Ranger wanted to say something. What's up? There you go. Texas Ranger said howdy to the to the R A W F world, and uh, it's about his bedtime. So uh, you know he he drank too many Dr Pepper, so he's up late. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. Texas I mean, that'll Ranger. do it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Um, one last quick question, R.A. I, I, has the the monkey situation been resolved? <laughs> He's starting to get tired, so I mean, uh, it might start be getting resolved. I mean, uh, he might be in a wheelchair, but uh, I think it's starting to get somewhat resolved. Uh, you know, they invented this thing called years. the Tranka gun. Yeah, but it's a spider monkey. You gotta hit him with it. Uh, good point. Good point. All right. Yeah. Well, our uh, egg, once again, good luck to you tomorrow night, and uh, we'll see what happens. I, whatever happens, it's going to be fun. There you go. That's all that matters, having fun. Let's, every, people need to remember that sometimes. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. That was R.A. Last but not certainly not least, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time to hear from our world heavyweight champion about his big match against the Great Red Dragon tomorrow at Cataclysm. He is the one and only. Gentlemen, Mithras the Title Machine. Good evening, Mithras. Hey, Lord Amadeus. How are you? I'm doing good. We are just one night away from the big title defense against the Great Red Dragon. So, Indeed. It well, is. Why don't we do this? Uh, you know what? Let's do this. First of all, all those people out in the chat room, before you make your freaking comments, passive-aggressive comments about getting up and leaving... Do it now. Just get the hell out. I don't want to see you talking. I want you out of here, all right? This is bull. You've done it before. You do it again. Whatever. Just get out. We don't want to see it, all right? So we clear the audience of the passive-aggressive whatever. Um, So there we go. There we start. Now, 
I'm waiting for anybody who wants to leave, make a comment. I don't know if that's IKP saying something. You know, he likes to talk a lot. But in any event, um, what I understand is that there may be some drink going on amongst our uh, speed folks here and maybe even in the studio, Amadeus. What do you think of that? Drinking? Well, I mean, I had a drink myself just earlier, so yeah, that's probably but a little you know bit. Talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I, well, I haven't learned to read the right here. <laughs> How is she dressed? Anyways, figure that out. Anyhow, uh, anyways, um, so did you know that if you learn something while you're drinking or smoking or doing whatever the hell it is you're going to do, uh, if you learn something, your hangover or the comebacks are going to be much, much more mild. So tonight, I'm going to give you all a gift, which is a little lesson that you can hold on to overnight. Um, there is a volcano in Indonesia called Tambora. And in 1815, it had the highest and largest ever explosion recorded by human beings. A ranking of a seven, or what's called a super colossal on the volcanic, volcanic explosivity index. And yeah, I'm reading this. So it's the second highest rating in the index. And yet you see this volcano, and it looks very peaceful, you know, very pastoral. You might want to have a picnic. You might want to build a house. And yet it can explode at any time with, with ash and, and whatever, molten lava. And some of it will blow right up into the atmosphere and maybe even beyond. So you've now learned something about volcanoes. And I hope you take this lesson and hold on to it because you're going to need it for the next few minutes. Um, I did hear uh, the great red dragons. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you would call it. I'm going to call it a spot. Um, I generally prefer nonfiction, but, you know, I, I, I listen to his fiction. And it's, you know, pretty entertaining. Um, you know, maybe he'll win a Peabody Award or something. I don't know. Uh, but he, he really needs to uh, be concerned because if he gets his facts that are so easily found so wrong in a controlled environment where he's defining what he's saying and how he's doing it and what he's doing, what's going to happen tomorrow? When he doesn't have full control, and when there's a, someone ready to punch him in the face and make him, you know, uh, uh, pay for uh, his BS, you know, it's going to be a much different story. So I think we all need to feel sorry for the Great Red Dragon because he he just doesn't know what the hell's going on, um, you know. And in fact, I mean, just to cite one example, he got the freaking wrong song. It wasn't that song, although that's a very good song. Um, the words I'm a beast, I'm an animal, I'm that monster in your mirror that's, that's kind of a, a takeoff from uh, More a, a song called More so you all can look that up and in any event that's more my style anyhow. But, so let's all feel sorry for the great red dragon so any questions Amadeus about him and me? I mean <clears throat> That being said, Mithras, uh, are you saying you're extra motivated to beat the Great Red Dragon tomorrow night? 
I don't know. I'm always motivated. You know, Mount Tambora is always ready to explode. Uh, it just depends on the circumstances. Quite honestly, um, I know what he was doing. He was trying to get my, get inside my head. He's trying to get my, you know, emotions going and my anger going and my temper going. Doesn't work. Because I know what he's doing. And I'm laughing at it, you know, because so much of it was BS. And I think all of us wrestlers in RAWF need to, you know, recognize that. Because he, by the way, has had a really crappy run in his matches the past few weeks. From what I saw, I mean, maybe he won one yesterday. He hasn't been doing so well in RAWF. I mean, if he expects to be the world heavyweight champion, you would think he would have won a match or two over the past three or four weeks, um, that I, as far as I know. All right. Well, it should be an incredible main event. Mithras, the title machine, defending against the Great Red Dragon. Even in, oh, despite what. Amadeus, we're not over. We're not. I'm not done. Yeah, have some I'm, more time. Yeah. What's up? Okay. Again, delicate sensitivities and children should probably leave now because this this is something that you all have never heard from me and I don't think from anybody else. But Amadeus, you asked me if I was extra motivated to uh, to uh, defeat or to fight uh, Great Red Dragon. Well, I got to tell you something. In one of the uh, promotional spots for Cataclysm, I saw that uh, that Claymore was very upset that he didn't get um, uh, a title shot or something. And he went through the whole list of people he had beaten in the rankings period. I don't know. I think he almost went, you know, 100%, probably not, but pretty close. And he, by the way, he's a great wrestler. And he's very good with his promos, including this last one that reminded me of a match, which was his match and his match with me during the ratings period. And I thought, he, wow, he won that. So I went back to look at this case. And lo and behold, that was a match where he and Luke, well, Luke helped him in the match, I mean, clearly, obviously. But that's when those two called me a bigot. That's on top of judgment making that an implication. Now, let's think about that. What's going on in the world today? There's a lot of problems with race and, and other bigotry. And they took it on themselves to call me a bigot. All right, fair enough. But not fair enough. That's bullshit, and they know it. And I'm kind of surprised by the people that are still hanging around those three. Um, not saying you should, uh, you know leave them, not saying I'm interested in, in breaking up any friendships or any tag teams. Um, you just should be aware of who you're really dealing with because you may not be dealing with the same person you thought you were. And in fact, when somebody says they're a <coughs> good man, they're not. They're exactly the opposite. And that's all I have. 
Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. The Title Machine defends against the Great Red Dragon tomorrow at Cataclysm. Thank you, Mathers. With that being said, El Vacant. With that being said, El Vacant, I think it's time we get the hell out of here. What do you think? Uh, okay, that's a little bye-bye. <laughs> Folks, thank you for joining so us tonight. Master of the mic drop. So I'm still the master of the mic drop. Absolutely. <laughs> Good night, everybody. This is RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Good night. <laughs>